Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and I greatly appreciate your listenership today. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles, turn in those Bibles to the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians, if by some chance you don't have a Bible near at hand, it's all right. I'll read our text for you myself in just a moment. While you find your Bibles, the book of Ephesians chapter 4, let me tell you about a gospel tract I have with me right now. It's called, He is not here. He is not here. Now, who is the he that we are referring to with the title of that tract? Well, if you guessed Jesus Christ, the Son of God, then you would be correct. But what's that location? Where is the here that he isn't? I think I've tongue twisted myself. He is not here. Well, he isn't in the tomb any longer. And that's what this gospel track talks about. It's a great Easter Resurrection Sunday gospel track, but it also works 364 other days out of the year. Let me encourage you to go to BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org, and you can get this gospel tract for free, along with about 49 other options in the English language and many others in Spanish as well. Let me encourage you, BibleTracksInc.org today. Now, I'm going to ask you to turn your attention to the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter number four, and let's look at verse number 11. We've been looking at some familiar passages this week, and this one may be no different, but regardless, let me remind you of this passage, Ephesians four and verse 11, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of man and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Ephesians 4.15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And from where we get our text verse and our title today, verse number 16, from whom, speaking of Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together. That's our title, fitly joined together together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love this week on the broadcast here we are just a couple of scant days before the grand opening here in odell illinois saturday october 1st we'd love to see you there if you'd like to rsvp send an email to grand opening at bibletracksinc.org or send me an email uh, a grand opening bibletracksinc.org or a text i should say at 309-316-7240 again if you want to rsvp if you want to have questions about the address in odell illinois let me know 309-316-7240. But why are we talking about that grand opening? Where's our theme come from 
today? Well, we've been talking about kind of a day in the life of Micah McCurry. I told you earlier in the week that I got to the office last week on a certain day, about 7.30 in the morning, worked on some emails, phone calls, all that type of stuff. We installed a washer and a dryer. We cleared the location where I was going to start laying down some vinyl plank flooring. And then we not only cleared the location, but we cleaned the location. We vacuumed and we swept and all those types of things. We put down some underlayment so it was prepared and put gave it just a little bounce, a little softness to that underlayment, that vinyl plank flooring. And then, then we started to work. Now, it takes a while. It's not a quick process. It's not super long, but it's certainly not as quick as I would like, especially if you don't have three or four or five people working. And so there I am laying down some vinyl plank flooring. Well, one thing you'll learn about vinyl plank flooring, I can't speak for any other types of flooring. I don't really do tile. I don't really do hardwood floors. Vinyl plank is about the only kind I do. One thing you'll learn is that they have to be lined up precisely. Those pieces, I don't, I assume they're not machined. They're probably pressed or they're probably melt. I don't know how they work, how they're put together, but how vinyl is, is made. But when they're put together, all the pieces in the box are made to fit together a certain way. Fitly joined together, you could say. And so there I am working, and then you realize that because you started in the first row with a piece not a quarter inch out of place, not an eighth of an inch out of place, not a sixteenth of an inch out of place, but probably more like a thirty-second of an inch out of place. Again, this is very precise. Now, your pieces two and three and four rows back are not quite going together, and you take that rubber mallet and you very lovingly apply some pressure and you begin to beat again in love on some of those pieces to try to get them together. And then you realize you would just be easier. It would just be the, the height of ease to just take up a few rows and go back and fix that first row. And then lay everything down in its place where it belongs. Friend, the Christian life is so much like that. The Christian family, your church is so much like that. I've realized long, long ago that the evil one, Satan, the devil, he doesn't necessarily need you to be excessively out of God's will. You say, hold up a moment. Doesn't, doesn't he want me to be a mass murderer? Doesn't he want me to be an absolutely horrible person? Oh, I'm sure he doesn't mind that. Of course, being a bad testimony for the grace of God and all those types of things, yes, I'm sure he, he would like that. But can I tell you, there are so many Christians that I am firmly convinced that the devil is perfectly content and very happy with where they are simply because they are slightly out of place. Can I tell you, God has a perfect place for you? I'm not talking about in heaven. Yes, he does. He goes to prepare a place for you that where he is, there you may be also. He goes to prepare a mansion for you, all those types of things. Absolutely, he has a perfect place for you. But he has a perfect place for you here on earth as well. Fitly joined together. We look at the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles, prophets, 
and all the way down through the list. And you get to verse number 16, from whom, speaking of Christ, the whole body fitly joined together. It's almost like God has a plan. I remember my, my dad years ago, I don't know if he's put one together in years, but years ago, he enjoyed working with Legos. I think the technical term for the type of Legos he liked to work with were called Technics. They were like the adult version of Legos, I guess. they You can make amazing things. A helicopter with variable pitch rotors on it. You could put a uh, you could put together an engine in a car, uh, a Lego Technic car with a with a actual working transmission. When you move the gear stick, it'll it'll change the transmission configuration, all that type of stuff. You could uh, have a have a uh, you could watch the the gearbox move and the trans the, the the rear end axle, a turn, and all these types. It's just amazing. But something my dad learned while making those is that you have to follow the directions because those Legos are made to be fitly joined together, just like the body of Christ. And when one piece is out of place... Now, if you look at that amazing monstrosity of a vehicle that you've put together there, one piece out of place may not look like much in the big picture. And you look at your church, you look at your family, you look at the family of God, you say, it's amazing what God will do and what he will overlook. And you're exactly right. He is a good, gracious, merciful God. But I would hate to be the piece that's out of place. Not only do those pieces that are around us know it, not only do the good people around you know it, but God knows it. And he's going to work to try to get you into place. But there will come a day and there will come a time that he'll say, you know what? He'll throw his hands up and say, forget it. I've been working with them for years. And they don't want to be in the right place. I guess I'm going to stop speaking to them. Now, if you're concerned, this was a concern of mine some years back. I was thinking, God, please tell me I've never done that. Can I tell you, if you have a spirit and attitude of wanting God to speak to you, then it's very highly unlikely that God has stopped speaking to you. If you have the attitude of God, please speak to me. I don't think he ignores the pleas of his children. But if you think you know what's best, and you think you know the position you should be in, and, and you look at the instruction manual, this Bible that God has given, and you say, I have a better idea for how to fitly, quote-unquote, join together this body of Christ, and I know where I should be. Friend, how sad would it be to get to heaven? convinced in your own mind that you were doing everything right and everything proper, and you were in your proper place, brings to mind that verse, cast out the beam that is in thine own eye. Well, to paraphrase, get the telephone pole out of your eye before you worry about the splinter in mine, right? But that also applies to me. That applies to all of us. As I speak to you right now, I think of God speaking to me in recent days about things that I needed to improve. And can I tell you, when I say recent days, I'm not talking about decades ago. I'm not talking about a year ago. No, friend, he's working on me. Remember that old song? It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. When you start, start thinking you don't need prayer anymore, when you start thinking you've got it all figured out, I would be very wary 
of what's going to come next. What goes before a fall and before destruction? A haughty spirit, friend. Let's not be that. We should refer back to Tuesday's lesson from Bible Tract Echoes, Humble Ourselves from Singer Chronicles. Let me encourage you today to join us tomorrow, last day of the broadcast for this week, and the last day before our grand opening on Saturday, October 1st. Friend, would you please consider coming? If you're going to come, text me. Let me know. Text me at 309-316-7240. Or if you have questions, text me at that number as well. Greatly appreciate you listening today. Join us tomorrow. We got one more life application lesson from the scriptures for this week. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.